Welcome to episode 114 of the Book Wars Pod. I'm Chris. I'm here with Kristen and Miranda. Unfortunately, Kate is hitting the end of the semester. So uh, she's just going to have to go another book without joining us, which extends her streak, which I don't think she's joined us for actual books since September. <laughs> no, no, mom, didn't no she rules. Do, didn't she do the fucking last one? Nope, because it was all bonuses. Oh, was that We literally haven't bonuses? read a book. We haven't read a book in like well over a month. Well, no, I know, but didn't she join us for our last book? No, I don't think so. Let me hang on. Let me what look. Was yeah, the last? She... Oh, Myths and Fables. Didn't Myths she? and Fables. Oh, okay. I forgot about Myths and Fables. You're right. Hey, one in a row. I remembered something. Go Proud keep. of um, you. <laughs> and me and Miranda are not together. So please excuse any audio. We have moved out of our compound. We broke up. <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> Awkward. And, Until and, we go back to Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I... I'm in another place with the mixer and Miranda is in another place with my old mic, which actually sounds great. So that's fine. Um, I get the good equipment because I have all the background noise. Um, that said, I don't know how to use it and forget how, how I learned to set it up. Oh, I was about to say she has the, all the nice equipment because she's the one who knows how to use it. <laughs> I have all the nice equipment because I'm the controller of the nice equipment. <laughs> You know, you know I, I just help. like start plugging things into places and it'd be very wrong and you know what would help with background noise and echoes tapestries you should get some tapestries for your new place Kristen. oh yes sure um or just not having a boyfriend and a dog would also really help i mean and I not also... living next to a very busy street <laughs> i also need tapestries though because like i think you should get tapestries I got to um, put some shit up on the Instagram after my, like, we moved and everything is almost done, except for my office is just a fucking disaster area because it's where I've been shoving shit so that the rest of the house is fine. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it happens. <laughs> so it's just like piles of shit on the floor. And I'm like, I guess I have to go through these at some point. See, so you should huh. do that. And live in an apartment where there's no space to shove things. So yeah. you just look at the piles every day and say, well. That's a pile. <laughs> I'll get to that in a couple weeks, which I actually will. I do have a, a good timeline of when I can get this cleaned up, but that timeline has not started. The timeline I, is not right now. It is in two and a half weeks. Perfect. So when I get to the keys to my parents' new house. that they Yay! <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's a lot of real estate uh, transactions happening on this podcast. <laughs> right? Chris, you're still in the same place, right? <laughs> yeah. No, we're right still place. here. Yeah. <laughs> when we first moved, though, I don't think I set up, like, the last of the furniture in our office for, like, a solid four months. Okay, yeah. that makes me feel so much That's better. Fine. But, like, part of why this is such... Obviously, we're all working from home if we are employed presently. Um, I'm just looking at this mess in my office every fucking day and thinking about what a piece of shit I am. <laughs> Whereas, like, normally, it would just be like, oh, once a week when we record, as if we record once a week. Um, 
oh, yeah. I'm a piece of shit. And now it's just like every day I'm just like, well, there's a pile of unpaired socks. I guess I could look at those or I could just throw them away. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had boxes in my living room. Uh, and then I opened one of the boxes yesterday and I pulled some stuff out. But now it's just sitting on a pile on the floor so I can use the coffee table as a desk. God bless. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, like. That's that's such a mood, just like emptying a box because you're like, I need to unpack this box, and then everything is like still in the exact formation that it was in the box, but just without mm-hmm. a box around yeah. it. Well, the good news is that most of what's still sitting out is um, old newspapers, and I finally <laughs> fucking bought. What? Are okay. you like a seventy-five-year-old man? Like yes. what? No, it, it is. is it is the newspapers from the day the Capitals won the Stanley Cup final. And the Eastern Conference final. Like, I'm going to fucking frame this. And I finally, yesterday, after I had, like, taken everything out of the box, was like, I should buy fucking frames (laughs) to put Um, this up. Because I meant to do... So goddamn expensive. I meant to do that, like, a year and a half ago and never did. Might I suggest getting them um, laminated first? If they're newspaper. Regular newspaper. Where am I going to do that? Uh, They'll do it at, like, the Staples or whatever once the pandemic is over. Just Does that keep I, it from like yellowing or whatever? Yeah, I was gonna say mine are super yellow because they were just yeeted into a frame. Oh, mine are already just, super yellow because I've had them for almost two years. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just if you would like to prevent further degradation, that is always a good thing to do. Don't listen but, to me. It doesn't fucking matter. No, that's good to the know. World, but the world for now, is they're, end. Just, they're just going into frames for now because that's yes. how I get them off my floor. You know what? You're right. This is this is great. Chris, do you have any moving related news since you haven't moved? No, but just to complain about frames some more, like oh, when fuck we moved, frames. we so like because in our old place we never put up like anything. Like it was it was Same. a very starter apartment. And our new place, we were like, all right, we're gonna make this place homey. We're gonna like actually enjoy living here. It's gonna be a thing. And so we like went to buy frames, and like most of it was like you know regular size and shit. But there were like two or three, there were three things that were like not regular size and like needed to get like framed, framed, like custom no. framed. N O. Nope. Uh, that, that, that was a high three digit number, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's not, it's fucking fucked. Frames are either like $2 and fall apart and you can like. Like, are you them going into accident? the forest to fell the tree for me? Like, right. what is happening? I know. It's. I, I mean, know. they're also $30 and still fall apart. And then Correct. That's you just fair. spent fucking $30 to put a piece of newspaper in that you got for like a couple bucks two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Moral of the story cons- is there's no such thing as a correctly priced frame. Yes. yes. Um, there, there continue to be little ants. It's ant season in Portland. There continue to be onesies, twosies, ants on my desk. And I cannot figure out where they're coming from. And it's not great, but I'm just going to keep bitching about it because I feel like it's very relatable. They're coming um, traps? inside the house. We, we have traps, but I only set the traps when I figure out where they're coming from uh, well, <laughs> because we have a dog. So we can't uh. put them everywhere, <laughs> you know, because they're bad for dogs. It's true. Dogs will want to eat them because they're very stupid. Um, Jasper will want to eat them because he likes putting things in his mouth. Jasper will like want to eat them. Oh my god, Miranda, I didn't tell you this story. I'll tell it on pod um, <laughs> because it's very funny. 
uh, and very Jasper and will make you miss him, but also so, be so glad that you don't live with him anymore. I already um, miss him. I know. I was sweeping up the kitchen because um, that's a thing that people do. Um, and <laughs> I like because our actually because our broom came in the mail. Um, so I was sweeping up the kitchen. I'm like, OK, there's like a pile of dirt, pile of dog hair. I'm going to go grab the vacuum so that I can get all of this up. And then I like duck into the other room grab the vacuum and like come back and i'm like quinn did you like walk through the kitchen like why is where's my pile of dirt and he's like what are you talking about and i'm like oh no (laughs) and like jasper is like hacking somewhere and i'm like did he just fucking eat that hairball and lick up that pile of dirt he loves to eat his own fucking idiot he loves to eat his own hair and to eat dirt also that yes. <laughs> I mean okay so. he needs to know if the dirt at your new place tastes like the dirt at your old place it's science it, it's so, it's so true he's just very stupid cuz then he's and then he like looks at us and he's like what i'm going to i'm going to vomit what what do you want me to do <laughs> i'm like not eat the dirt off the floor maybe okay whatever fuck me right anyway that was a very jasper such experience a teen. he is such a teen how's oracle and he's ham good. ham He's still he's still ornery, you know, yeah. as he as he will. But he we went we got to go out yesterday and social <laughs> distance in Denver, which was nice. Yay! How old is he? That's a great question. Who's <laughs> to say? We've landed we've landed on six. We've been okay. told we've been told five, six, and eight. So we oh. were deciding to go with six. My guess was six. Yeah, yeah. That's how he, that's how Greg that's, is too. So. He's he's far too energetic in my opinion, to be an eight-year-old. So yeah. I don't yeah. think he's eight. So, But he's also a small dog, and they like keep their energy for much longer. They do, but eight is... For yeah. as energetic as he is, eight is pushing it. Okay, this is fair. Um, okay, are you guys drinking anything now that we're nine and a half minutes into the podcast and we haven't mentioned Star Wars once? We've Star Wars. Wars. Yes, I am. Uh, I am as well. What are you drinking, Miranda? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm going to do a... A couple beers here. One, <laughs> the one that I was drinking while we were setting up, <laughs> and that I had been drinking for a little while before because it's Sunday and everything is pointless. Uh, so, true. Today from the Burb House, um, we've got a. <laughs> is that what we're gonna call your place now, the Burb House? Oh yeah. Maybe I. Uh, that just. I love it. I've been wondering what to call it, and now that makes sense. <laughs> did, did that just ro- rolled off your tongue without thinking about it? Yeah. That's fucking great. <laughs> uh, so today is a very bear-like brewing kind Ooh. of day in the Burp House, so I was drinking their dad beer, yes. which is like one of the best, most easy drinking beers you can find. Um, but now I am drinking their Helsner Pilsner. Yum. Crispy and bold like the loggers of old. Retweet if you're crispy and bold. I'm one of those things. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's a good Pilsner. Clocks in at uh, five and a half or five percent, I think. Oh. Um. Just a a nice little beer. Super. We love our friends at Barrelick Brewing. We sure do. They I was come and bring have... you beer. <laughs> I was going to have away days, but I, I drank all of that last week. That so. is understandable. It was very good. I need to worth. order some. Yeah, I need to order some again, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh, 
Excuse me. Um, Dad, are you drinking anything? I am. I was going to have whiskey because I'm trying to polish off a bottle because I have too many bottles. But then I worked out right before this and was like, I cannot do hard right now. So I am drinking a tangerine white claw. Oh, yeah. How it is also that? clocks in at 5% ABV. Sure and does. according to the can is gluten free, which no shit. <laughs> hey. How is the tangerine? That's a new flavor, and I haven't had it yet. It's delicious. I, I it's like one of the best tangerine. ones I've had. Okay. I'm like, I've like very much taken to White Claw after being against it for so long. Did we talk White about Claw? this on the pod? I was like against it because the Trader Joe's brand is like too sweet. Yeah, well, the Trader um, Joe's brand, like you go White Claw or bust. That's I mean, exactly. Well, that I didn't know that at the time, and then I had a White Claw, and I was like, oh, this Hell this is yeah. delicious. I understand. Yeah. I understand the phenomenon now. Yes, the elitism. <laughs> truly is garbage um it's fine i drink anything i'm a piece of shit but yes white claw is the best <laughs> you yeah. know what's better than white claw mixing just good vodka and uh, and a Lacroix. that's that- actually the best <laughs> yeah a good a good friend of ours uh from college uh, has trademarked not actually trademarked but trademarked uh the combination of gray goose and uh pamplemousse Lacroix. Yeah. fuck yeah classic moose and goose yeah oh i love it i love it well yeah because we have it's the u.s so we have to like use some sort of malt to sell our canned beverages whereas like i think in canada they might be just vodka in them anyway doesn't matter wait in white claw yeah interesting yeah it's um, anything that's canned or bottled that's not beer can't have like a it has to have come from like some sort of green alcohol what about agave wine <laughs> agave. <laughs> don't bring up agave wine i can't what? talk about it it's it was a whole thing jess right. is here and we bought agave wine because we were like oh my god this is supposed to be tequila but they're not allowed to sell tequila at the grocery store so it's agave wine instead what the fuck so anyway fascinating Star Wars. Yeah, I'm drinking. Oh, oh I'm fuck! Drinking, you haven't gone yet. Shit. Sorry. I'm drinking Breakside uh, Portland IPA Limited Edition Ale, two times dry hopped Breakside India Pale Ale, a hopped up version of our classic IPA. That was and a lot a of words, and very few of them were pleasant to me. Nope, you wouldn't like this. Um, tastes like trees. <laughs> Not citrusy. It's oh. good though. We do like trees. Yeah, it ta- it's a very like typical northwest ipa super big hop profile it's good it's from our friends at breakside which is near the burb house and near my house my new house so yay 15 minutes star wars star wars (laughs) star wars all right so this week as listeners know and have been waiting for thank you for your patience as we have all dealt with life in a pandemic um we are re- starting Tarkin by James Lucino. Uh, very excited about this one. Obviously, we have read James Lucino before with Catalyst uh, sometime last year. Um, and this is a very different book, I think. I could yeah. not tell you what Catalyst was about. Someone remind me. I, uh, it's that's about, the one about uh, Krennic. Krennic. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. It's about him being a dumb bitch. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with yeah. you. No, I think this one is super different. And, like, I didn't even realize that, 
um, it was by the same author at first until I was like looking at my books when I was putting them away. Um, like I, I wasn't a huge fan of Catalyst, but I think this one so far, like James Zucino does a good job of just like getting into who Tarkin is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Star Wars. Agree. No, <laughs> There's not I, a complete thought there. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I found the writing in this to be um, good and interesting. Um, I don't quite remember the writing in Catalyst specifically, but um, there's just like a lot of like good vocab words. <laughs> And there are, like, honestly, there there are a lot of things where I'm like, God, I'm glad I'm reading a digital copy of this so that I can uh, just press the button and look this word up because I don't know what the fuck this means. Yeah, um, Kristen is studying for the SATs. I am. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I'm not, like, I don't know. I don't read a ton of fiction, so, like, uh, it's, not, it's not lost on me that that's, like, a, a notable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far. I enjoy learning more about Tarkin because I think he's one of the more interesting characters in Star Wars and I've wanted to know more about him. Yeah, we don't really know anything about his backstory pre before this book came out. So it's nice. Yeah. Also, I find it very funny that nowhere in this outline is our classic first episode of a new book question. Where in my (laughs) army? But it's also funny because that's this is also the only book that just like straight up says in the crawl five years later. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're on some other planet. We're on in the very beginning. We're on some planet that I don't know that we've been on before. And Chris is going to tell me that we have. No, we've never been to Sentinel Base before. Perfect. Never mind. Retracted. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Fuck you guys. See, we don't have to say when and where we are every time. <laughs> so we're in we're in space. We're in the we're galaxy in, far, far away. We're in space. Um, it happened a very long time ago. Um, there's a there's a flashback portion of this as well that takes place on Tarkin's home planet, which is named something. Iriadu. Iriadu. Yep. And where do we know Iriadu from, Chris? It being Tarkin's home planet. Great. Just checking. Um, super duper. Yeah, this is the only um, time. I mean, we get a little bit of, like, galactic geography, like, yeah. hearing him talk about how, like, we're near, Ge- like, kind of between Geonosis and Tatooine. And, like, we also know that Naboo is near Tatooine. And, like, we know that Ariadu is kind of close to Naboo because that's how Tarkin and Palpatine bond about how, like, being in, like, fucking pirate areas or some shit like, and they so, talk about it in the book <laughs> and they do they, they sure talk do. about it in the pages uh <laughs> it's very helpful to some of us no it is because like i feel like Ariadu has definitely been referenced before like it, it's familiar but we've never seen it nothing has ever happened there that we know of um, it's never been like a setting in the canon, so it's it's good to excuse me as I belch into the microphone. Wouldn't um, be a book worse, pod. It's good to get that as a new setting, just to you know, if only to get uh, more familiar with a new planet, new planet in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
something new and exciting, etc. Um, cool. And yes. it's also worth noting that this is one of the early books of the canon reset. Oh, this was, I yes, think, that is helpful. I think this is like the third book. I'm sure somebody will correct me if that's wrong. When I this got comes copyright out. 2014. Yeah. So, th- and I, again, somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say the reset was 2013. Somewhere around there. So, like, sure. I think the first two were like A New Dawn and then Heir to the Jedi, which Ooh. we will never read. I'm kidding. We will. We just need to run out of every other book first. Um, and then this. It's a running bit on the show if you're new to the show or if, like us, you forgot about this being a podcast. It's um, funny because I, I, have a, I have a running list that I'm sure neither of you have ever actually, like, ventured to this tab. In oh, I love to guide. venture to that tab. Oh, I've um, absolutely ventured to that tab. Oh, well, there I love you go. to look ahead. But I have a running list of, like, what we're reading and what order and like it's you know it's very loose like we talk about it and it's kind of just like i'm slotting things in as i go but every time something new gets announced uh air to the jedi uh, it goes in it goes in like it will often go close to last but right before air to the jedi (laughs) i can't i couldn't get my air under work so sorry everyone hopefully it'll be fixed for the next oh truly a crisis (laughs) <laughs> truly i need to fucking fix it because i literally invented it so that miranda would stop making that noise and she's <laughs> at it again so um cool uh tarkin is smart someone wrote that in the outline <laughs> I, I wrote that in the outline oh <laughs> uh, i'm not really allowed to write outlines i'm only allowed to add points so um you literally no. wrote the outline today Oh, no, I created the outline and then put introduction and conclusion in there. Oh, Lord. That is different. Yeah, <laughs> and then I wrote the part where we talk about the book because I also only add points <laughs> under the major points. I know. Me and Miranda need help with the major points. I have trouble organizing my thoughts or having thoughts. But no, I mean... <laughs> uh, this, again, you know, we don't really know a lot about Tarkin. Um, you know, we know not he's taking... a fucking dick. <laughs> Not not taking this book into account, like, he's just an asshole. He's very high up in the Empire. He dies at the end of the movie. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> God and damn it, Miranda. I haven't seen that one yet. It came out in 1977. <laughs> How many times have we said that we have a 45-year spoiler uh, embargo? <laughs> Jesus. Um <laughs> But he's, you know, like, the impression that you get is that, like, oh, he's cunning and, like, he's in control and this and that. But we we never see evidence of that, right? And so we get here and we're like, okay, let's get some background. And this is in the early-ish days of the Empire. And then, you know, he's just, like, sitting on Sentinel Base and figures out this, like, weird-ass, like, trick attack thing where you know apparently another like supply depot nearby for um project stardust is being attacked and he like talks to the guy but then oh wait no they're that's a trick it's a trap they're (laughs) not not to uh take miranda's point but absolutely to take miranda's point it's like an eli vanto thrawn ass hey, I caught this thing that no one else caught (laughs) situation. Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, have we considered that um, this is (laughs) fake and they're attacking us? 
this is all fake in its face. Yeah, it's it it's shocking because it's almost like those two then become not friends because neither of them really has friends, but like Tarkin and Thrawn have like a mutual respect that honestly nobody else really has with Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Hey, Eli's friends with Tar- with Thrawn. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> I feel like they're friends. <laughs> I, they're 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 workplace proximity acquaintances. I would say <laughs> they're they're work friends that you wouldn't spend time with outside of work. Sure. Um, but except like, for their work friends that are like, um, you have to uh, save and care for my family <laughs> and live together for months on end. Um, but like, I wouldn't get a beer with you, but you do have to save my family. <laughs> Outside of Eli, like, we don't see anybody display that kind of, um, knowledge isn't the right word, but, like, nobody can solve a puzzle, like, yeah, a puzzle like that. Like, nobody else would be able to figure out what was actually going on in that situation, like, strategically, I don't know how, like, the leftover separatists or rebels or whoever they are, hopefully we find out later in the book, like, no idea how they managed to, like, spoof the holonet, but that was really impressive, like, very advanced technology, and Tarkin was the only one on Sentinel base who was like, oh, wait a minute, this is happening. Yeah, and we get some of Tarkin's back... We get some of Tarkin's background about, like, why he's fucked up and suspicious, <laughs> which is also helpful. Um, like, I think the way that his backstory turned out to be, I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense that he would, like, tell the princess he wasn't going to blow up her home planet and then totally did anyway. That makes sense. <laughs> so, anyway, just... I, I yeah. thought it was a, a, a well, you know, all of this shit is reverse engineered, right? Except for the stuff that's like breaking new ground. But I thought it was a, a good and clever reverse engineering of his story. Like, of course, he had to do some, uh, what's that 300 movie where they go and battle the wolf? It's just called 300. Um, Go do There's some... a wolf in 300? What? <laughs> There's not a wolf in 300? <laughs> yes, there is. You In the flashbacks, where uh... you you have to go battle the fucking thing, and if you die, then, like, that's good. Like when they're training the Spartan? Yes. Okay. I have not seen that movie in a long time. It's, anyway. It's been, like, 12 years for me. There are so <laughs> many better <laughs> go into the forest, and if you come out, you you win um stories but that is the stupid one that came to my mind yeah <laughs> anyway i mean that's a that's a good point too because like i don't know if this just because i was unaware or what but like i didn't realize that tarkin was on what they might consider in on coruscant to be like a backwater planet um yeah like me no, neither. I, no idea he's from the outer rim you know he's like so high up in the empire that you think like oh he was raised on a well-to-do planet he's got that fucking accent and the core worlds all that and then it's like no no um like uh, he is still from like a well-to-do family but on a planet that nobody respects so here he's gonna go out into the forest and become ruthless with his uncle (laughs) 
And it's like, okay. Sure. <laughs> like, that, that explains that part of him. Um, it's like, uh, okay, so he had to drink animal blood. That is something that would have made him fucked up. Sure. Yeah, it's I a good see. it's a good explanation of like the savagery that we never really see from him, but is also like always very clearly lurking under the surface. Like with like as yeah. you said, like just like casually blowing up Alderaan or like in the Clone Wars, like not giving a flying shit that he is prosecuting the wrong Jedi when he tries to fucking get Ahsoka imprisoned for life. Oh yeah, Ahsoka shout out in this book for how much he hates her. Yeah, a lot of Clone Wars in this book. I know, it's it's pleasing me greatly. You know what else would please you greatly if you fucking watching watch the, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Kristen, Kristen, it is unbelievably good. I know, good. It hurts also Bert, very good. but like Kristen, oh, you're you're, you're Clone Boys. I know. Miranda was hoping that we would not drag her. <laughs> as, <laughs> so, oh, you're yelling at Kristen. Let's uh, do this. Yeah, I know. I deserve I deserve to be dragged. I understand this. I've just been watching Deadliest Catch. Listen, there's no sports on. I, anyway, we just got our... Ahsoka we, is a sport. I, uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> we got a second TV, and by we got, I mean, it used to be mine, and it was returned to me. <laughs> so that arrived yesterday or the day before. Anyway, my friend is moving in with her boyfriend, and she returned the Aww. TV that used to be in her somewhere, I don't know, in their house somewhere. But... Uh, Anyway, I'm very happy because we have a basement and I will be putting the TV in the basement and I will be using it as my secret Star Wars lair. Don't tell Quinn. Uh, I will be... think he never listens to the podcast. Uh, Can I come over when I'm allowed to and watch Star Wars in your basement? Of course. <laughs> Great. It's not a big TV, but... I mean, it's fine. Secret Star Wars lair. <laughs> <laughs> me writing that in the options for... Uh... <laughs> For titles, titles. Yeah, a real look behind the curtain. <laughs> anyway, um, cool. Do we? What what the fuck is up with this Hunger Games shit? That was oh. that's what we were talking about. So, yeah, yeah, I think I think they that just was like. Covered. Yeah, they just send him into the forest with his uncle and like a couple of his uncle's really pals, and then they all die. And yeah, it's really really fucked up. Tarkin's a dick afterward. It's really fucked also, up. Also, can I just say as an aside, like. I love how much we call him Wilhuff in this. No asides. Just like, we all know him as Tarkin, but we're just like throwing his first name around. It's like, oh, he has like a personal life. <laughs> Does he? No. <laughs> speaking he, of, want, he has of long conversations. He has long conversations with his droid about the shape of his pants. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love, of, I, sorry, just like very quick. Oscar winner. Yeah. Oh my God. Just very quick aside, just like, I love the scene where like, they're like designing the new uniform and like, he's like, is this what like, you know, like fashion is? And the droid is like, yes, but then they taper the pants to fit into boots. And he's just like, very sensible. I'm like, what? What? This is, yeah. this is the. <laughs> A lot of pants talk at the beginning of this yeah. book. Listen, we love pants talk. He just wants. <laughs> He wants the Empire to be in good fight and shape. Listen, for the amount of pants talk in the beginning of this book, I still have really enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway. Um, speaking of him not talking to anybody, but having suspicions about Lord Vader being Anakin. <laughs> yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to touch on this a little later, too. But I just want to 
point out, and this is something that I'm like really excited to keep reading about, really excited to um, keep talking about as we move through the book, but like this is a very different view of Vader than we usually get because usually it's like, oh, like this evil dude or like this legend, and Tarkin's like, is that is that Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> That fucker seems like a real fucking Anakin. <laughs> and like everybody's fucking terrified of him. Like he's like, have, he is... has any of you have any of you considered that that's just uh, that fuck? <laughs> like everyone across the galaxy is just like, oh my god, this fucking legend. And Tarkin's like this fucking bitch again. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 so Tarkin's—they're ju- just like in a meeting, and Tarkin just like uh, out of nowhere just like starts smiling and pointing at Vader. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Precisely that. Um, but yeah, speaking of pants, Vader wears pants as well. Pants. Does he? Are they pants or are they like mechanical pants? Do they still count? Um, I think they're pants. Oh, is no, it, he doesn't is, have legs. Is, is, a, is a hot dog a pants? Help him. That's it's the so, real. It's so true. If, if a hot dog wore pants, um, would he wear... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> would he wear, wear them on his front pants or his back pants? <laughs> Oh, oh, I just wrote war like W A R because this is Star Wars. Um, uh, anyway, so yeah, it. Vader. Um, Wait, I want to forget to. I don't want to forget to tell Miranda this because I forget to tell her everything. This is just Portland aside. Um, Swift that does the mason jar drinks is delivering the mason jars without the the booze in them. You can oh, girl, I did that like three weeks ago. Did you? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> so, but yeah, about Vader, like it is, it's a different perspective, obviously, because we've never gotten a view of him from somebody who like he considers to be almost an equal, like kind of competent. Sorry. As or I at least the mic as well. At least, like, vaguely appear. Yeah. Like, because with Vader, generally, like, he he has two ways that he thinks of people. Either you're the Emperor, and you're perfect, and you will never live up to him. Or you're shit, and you deserve to die, and he can help you with that. <laughs> he can help you with that. Just out of the goodness of his voice box. I don't know. Yep. But yeah, that, so it's that checks out. <laughs> so like, and it's interesting because like, obviously, like in A New Hope, you have like one very like casual aside between Tarkin and Vader, where Tarkin's like, "The Jedi are gone. You, my friend, are the last of their religion," or something along those lines. Yeah. And it's like the first and last person, other than the Emperor, to ever say "friend" to Vader. <laughs> Oh, that is a burn, my friend. <laughs> Jesus H. But yeah, so there's just there's the mutual respect that is he like the only person who actually respects Vader? That's it's kind of a deeper discussion that we may need to come back into after they yeah. go on their adventure. Um, Let's uh, shelve that for the rest. I was going to say, yeah. someone who keeps track of things, she yeah. said. She said having a keyboard and the document in front of her. Yep. Um... <laughs> keep going i'm gonna type it (laughs) (laughs) but no i just i just think that's an important to point to bring up especially early in the book because i assume they're gonna be interacting a lot more as it progresses as the story progresses 
They're going to um, go camping. Oh, my God. Tarkin and Vader go camping in space. <laughs> Can't wait for that spinoff. Yes. I mean, but- <laughs> technically, ev- everybody who is space traveling is car camping in space. Okay. You know what, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where Where is the lie, Miranda? Tell, tell me where there, the lie is, and I will there's apologize. There's no lie. <laughs> Just like very... It's like glamping in space. I mean, have you seen the Falcon? It's not always glamping. It it was glamping before Han Solo got his hands on it. <laughs> it was glamorous before Han got there. The Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's not it's not our fault. Han Solo is just like, what if I take a big dump in my hand and smear it all over the walls? That'll make it feel feel more like home. Jesus, Han, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we know you grew up in a sewer, but can you just, like, be chill? <laughs> like, I don't care that that actually does make it feel like home. It's still disgusting to smear human shit on the walls. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I'm a- We're all so, in yeah. really weird places. Somehow this it's going to make this podcast wor- be- better. In conclusion, <laughs> I am excited to see the relationship between Tarkin and Vader develop. <laughs> Yes. This is my thesis. Star Wars. <laughs> it's also worth noting that like this is since again we know actually when it is. It's 5 years after the Clone Wars. Like 5 years isn't a short time, but it's not a long time. Like we're 14 years before a new hope, so we're 14 years removed from like kind of peak mechanical Anakin Skywalker is dead Vader. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, we love like, we love a good Anakin Skywalker's dead Vader. It's pretty yeah. good. Well, the thing too is like, in the scheme of things, I, I I don't think we talk enough about how short the Empire actually lasted. Oh yeah, it absolutely. Like, Nineteen years is not impressive, and like five years is a good quarter of the way into it. Um, so Vader is very much coming into his own as a. Darth Vader person. <laughs> Darth Vader. He's coming into his own as a Darth Vader person? I don't know what. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just dragging for no reason. I, I, don't, I don't know how else to just. Like, he's coming into his own as, like. He's finding his new personality and how to be not yeah. Anakin Skywalker while continuing to be absolutely fucking clearly Anakin Skywalker to anyone who knows who that dumb fucking idiot is. Yes, that plus being the empire or the emperor's like little lackey. Yes, I know. I love how he has like his own little bedroom below where where uh, the I know, emperor right? is. No, he expects you above. I'm going to my room. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad and good. I love it. Also, it's just it's just the moment that is just so typical anakin invader when he like kills the guy who is like on the emperor's payroll <laughs> and masameta is like so and anakin is just like yes what? <laughs> i didn't do anything i'm allowed to do whatever i want <laughs> tell my dad i don't care tell him it's fine <laughs> uh but yes oh anakin god so Jokes perfect. on you, Anakin doesn't have a dad. He's the uh, space Jesus. Uh, oh, now, it's so now true. Now he's crying. Now Anakin's crying again. 
You made does, Anakin cry. Does Darth Vader not have a, a belly button? Or did that change at all? What? Did, did Palpatine what? give him a belly button? <laughs> I'm so confused about what's happening. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I'm just making a... I would be... I'm making a... He doesn't have a mother joke, but we know he has a mother. Oh, I get it. To shame. I get it. Sorry. Oh, Thank you for explaining the joke. It made it funnier. It's not a funny joke, so please it's don't the add that. Cord. <laughs> I'm going to add that to be a later episode's points. Does Anakin have a belly button? <laughs> Great. Excellent. We'll explore that. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, so, cool. Let's skip the next point because it's not really important. Um, let's skip to, the, to secrecy in the new empire. Yes. Secret secrets are no fun. It's true. <laughs> Except for Vader, he loves them. Oh, you um, took, my, but uh, that was my only point on the whole outline. You took out of the next one. <laughs> well, we can we can add it to the to the. I know. I'll put it. I'll put it in later episodes because I'm sure there's going to be more stuff. But no, we. Can, I, I mean, just... we can put it in in point three G of this or two. Wait, no. Now you After fucked up the numbering. After song was very All right, iconic. Hold on. I'll fix it. Everybody, relax. <laughs> Someone else do it. I'm not allowed to touch the keyboard. I was just gonna scroll through and not not look at it. I wasn't gonna. Move Great. <laughs> uh, anyway, secrecy of the new empire is the point that we're moving towards. Um, in case you're, I know you guys love it when I read the outline to you. I know it's great. I it's do. really it's I it's do. a top feature of these non-Kate episodes. To be sure, I like I like to do it um, so that the people who are listening which is a mistake, just to be clear. Um, I like to do it so the people who are listening know I can read. Um, <laughs> you know what? That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, anyway, secrecy But yeah, in the, so, in the new empire. This was something no one I knows put. who Vader is except Tarkin, which is the point we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. Also, nobody knows the Emperor is a Sith Lord. Again, except Tarkin. Although at, let's we'll say at this point nobody knows the emperor is a Sith yeah. Lord because he's like who knows could he be a Sith Lord is that why the Jedi wanted to fucking kill him who's to say it's is also that like why a Anakin funny... Skywalker sorry no 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 you go it's like is that why Anakin Skywalker mysteriously turned into this dark Lord <laughs> it's also well, very... his points are unrelated Miranda and he he being either of them hates that you even brought it up well they just they went they like, resent anakin the accusation. went to the opera with the emperor and now that like anakin's kind of evil <laughs> kind of you know quote, is, quote. is the emperor kind of evil who's <sighs> to say but it's, happened, it is very funny because that, uh, what happened to him in his office no one will ever know no one will ever know he just came out having killed four jedi and having his face melted same. <laughs> just a normal Tuesday. Um, but it is interesting because, like, you have Tarkin, who is, like, clearly this very smart guy, figured out the plan to attack Sentinel Base, has figured out, essentially from observing Vader, who he is, and has figured out, like, just through logical, you know, through Sherlock Holmes bullshit, that the Emperor is a Force user when he is not supposed to be, according to, you know, public perception and it's funny because he's like oh he's a sith lord yeah maybe that's why the jedi didn't like him oh well like yeah. <laughs> there's there's none of the loaded 
good versus evil bullshit that like we as readers and as viewers of the original trilogy know about because Tarkin's just like he seems like he's got you know on the right track like seems he's got some good ideas like there's no are we the baddies moment it's just like the Sith yeah they were people so maybe there's one more (laughs) is the Emperor evil yeah yeah Oh, oh, okay. I'm just gonna keep doing my job. So let's let's do it, man. Or like how Tarkin was like, "Look at all this great stuff! Didn't you have this in your office before?" Yes, those are all Sith artifacts. Good job. But by touching it, you are literally touching the dark side of the Force, and you should stop. (laughs) Are you okay? No. Okay. Great. You just lost (laughs) six years off your life. Uh, it's basically eating a pack of cigarettes. It's just like that. Um, yeah, just chomped on it. Just chomped right on that statue. Chomp, chomp, chomp. I know, he's like, <laughs> I bet these catch the light so nice. And I'm like, uh, that's a Sith artifact. Probably don't touch it, please. That is literally a galaxy-destroying weapon. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah. uh, he... I, God, and fucking, God, Palpatine, he's so creepy. And they do such a good job of making him creepy. Because he comes in and he's like, in a way, they are the spoils of battle. And I'm like, that just means you like murdered 98,000 people. Yep. <laughs> Why are you not. such a bad man? And there's not even a museum worker to tell him to not touch it. No touching. He didn't get that message. I know. We're not touching right now. And generally in museums, no touching. It's true. All right. But so anyway, to to get back to the point of the secrecy... What is the point of the secrecy? Like, why is secrecy so essential? Mm -hmm. Palpatine hates telling people things. (laughs) Same. Uh, I mean, I think part of it is to, like, kind of sow discord and all of that. But also, that's, like, a terrible way to run your empire. (laughs) And, like, it's, I mean, you know, we touched earlier about, like, how the empire only goes for 19 years but here it's obvious why like yeah but did you consider that palpatine really likes to watch people fight you know i hadn't considered that <laughs> he just really <laughs> really likes it from 10 meters up he really just likes to watch the people who kiss his ass for a living try to kiss his ass while they try to hurt each other it's it's a whole thing for him he really gets off on it yeah but like the first rule of fight club is that palpatine is hard the whole time <laughs> Oh, I'm not even putting oh. that down as a possible <laughs> title. It's... Have you have you been putting down oh, titles? Boy. Because I don't see any. I have. I've been doing it on a post-it note so ah, that I can actually see okay. the outline. Okay. No, that's great. Uh, I appreciate it. I was just like, well, we're going to have one title choice. <laughs> no, I got it. Don't worry. Um, we're good. You know, he, he definitely likes playing people off of each other. That's something we see here. That's something we see elsewhere in the canon. But for some reason, secrecy is, like, very important to it. And, uh, Chris, I think you put this one on. Like, nobody seems to know what their job is in relation to anyone else's. And you kind of see that um, get magnified. And, like, nobody knows which projects other people are working on. Like, everyone's trying to feel out, like, do you know about Stardust? Do you know about Stardust? And, like, that's bad. Like, yeah. And this is me bringing the real world into Star Wars, but 
That's a terrible, terrible way to guard your fucking empire's sensitive information. If there's a top-secret planet-destroying space station that you're building, maybe don't let some people be, like, vaguely aware of it, but, like, not involved. That's not good. Yeah, like, you should really either lay that out at the meeting or just don't tell them. Exactly. Like, that's a need-to-know thing. Yeah. If you don't need to know, you shouldn't have an idea. But knowing Palpatine the way that we do, since all of us are his best friend, um, <laughs> knowing Palpatine the way he do though, he, the way we do though, he is like, let's see what happens. <laughs> He's like, I can decide who I want to kill based on who's the biggest idiot about what I told them, and then told them not to tell anyone too. Yeah, and that's what happens. I'm just saying that's not a good idea. Oh, it's a terrible even, idea. Even if it, he is like playing three-dimensional chess while everyone else is playing tic-tac-toe. You still don't want to do it because every once in a while you could, like, someone like a Tarkin who's like, wait a minute. This seems bad. (laughs) Why does this person know about this super weapon I'm working on protecting? We never uh, said it was a good idea to play three-dimensional chess. And then the flip side of that coin, the flip side of that coin is that the Emperor, like, has all his, like, you know, like all his whole web of like who gets to know what and like what is okay for people to know and at what point do they need to be killed. And on the other side of that, you have Vader who just fucking Leroy Jenkins his way in here to murder anybody who can like say the alphabet because he's like, only I can say the alphabet. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the chain of command here isn't uh, particularly effective. Yeah. Or, it's effective it's not efficient yeah <laughs> i mean and, and it does speak to like as it's set up it makes no sense because like when they go into that like uh non-senate senate chamber of people who want to suck off the emperor um they uh <laughs> tarkin's like i'm not really sure who to stand with um i'm just gonna stand over here because like technically i'm a- ahead of all of these people um, but, like, also, none of them are actually ahead of any other one, technically. Uh, it's complicated, but also it doesn't make any sense and doesn't matter. It's true. <laughs> Just doing my own bits by myself over here. No, no, it was good. It was a good bit. Thank you. I appreciate that. You don't know how much that means to me. <laughs> <sighs> They're good bits, Brian. Uh, but, yeah, so it's just, like... It's interesting to see, and we'll see how it develops. But it does speak to, uh, like Miranda was saying, the really short-lived nature of the empire. Like it was supposed to be, like it's you know, it's very like Hitler comparisons with like the thousand-year Reich that lasted like ten years, and because like you have Palpatine spent a solid twenty-five years planning all this to become emperor, because you know like. Uh, Phantom Menace was like 13, 14 years before the Empire happened. And then we know that he had several years before that to train Maul, which we know that he took Maul as a baby from Mother Talzin. So, like, assuming Maul is like, I don't know, Obi-Wan's age, so like 20-ish. Like, he planned this a lot longer than it actually worked out. 
It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Taking... He had a great time. Listen. So the Empire was a failure. Have you considered that Darth Maul had a dual lightsaber, though? <laughs> true. Is that really a failure? I mean, Empire Take One was still more successful than 30 years later, uh, First Order takes over for oh, one God. year. Even, even heavier Nazi vibes, even shorter Reign of Terror. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But then, like, are we counting the Reign of Terror once we get into Rise of Skywalker territory? Because I'm like, technically speaking, Palpatine had a Reign of Terror that whole time, but like, not the Empire. That's true. It's true. We're really, we're really getting into semantic areas right now, which <laughs> we all we know. This podcast. We all know that Darth Vader's favorite kind of argument is semantics. So yes, it is. <sighs> <sighs> all right. Well, I think that wraps up our discussion on the first section of Tarkin next week. We're going to be continuing reading chapters nine through 15 of Tarkin by James Lucino. It's a great activity for you to do while you are continuing to stay inside, no matter what your state tells you to do. Stay inside, wear masks, put gloves on when you go out. Those are important things. Only put gloves on if you're going to use them responsibly. Don't put a glove on, touch food in the grocery store, then touch your phone, then touch the food again. And then, and then touch your face. Touch your, touch your face, touch your credit card. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. Take your mask off and put your fingers in your mouth that had gloves on them. Don't yep. do that. Yeah, it's a bad idea. It I'm continues told. to not be a good idea. And thank you to our essential workers. Uh, sorry if you listen to this podcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> There's no segue. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr uh, at BookWarsPod. Email us, BookWarsPod at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to both us and the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed. There's people listening to a lot of podcasts, especially in this time of new Star Wars happening with the Clone Wars and, you know, hopefully starting to get some more lit and TV and movie news in the coming months because Celebration is going to be canceled. What? Who said that? Yay. Um, what? So it's the best way to help people discover the show. If you have the means and are so inclined, please donate to the Tasha Station Radio Patreon and give us coffee at ko-fi.com slash bookwarspod. It helps us cover our hosting and production costs. And in the event that we aren't able to make celebration, we'll figure out some other way to do merch for our fans uh, if, if that is something y'all are interested in. And if you give us Patreon and coffee money. Uh, and yeah. when, of course, when you give us coffee, as always, we will post pictures of Porkchop, Orca, and Jasper. The real reason you do it all. Yes. Our theme song. I don't think we, did we say thank you to Andrew on the pod since he last did that? I believe we did, but we can do it again. Great. Thanks Andrew, to thank you for the coffee. Andrew at uh, Andrew S. Rich, I think. I never know like people's that. Twitter handles. Kai's uh, dad on maybe, Instagram. Maybe A.S. Rich. <laughs> Kai's dad. Um, thanks to, for uh, giving us coffee a few weeks back. We really appreciate it. Our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joe Butera Design. For Kristen and Miranda and Kate in Absentia, I am Chris. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Book Wars Pod, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Do, 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 do.